Hi, you're listening to Friar Side Chats, and I'm your host, Emma Miller. Here today with Father Michael Martin, of course. Great being with you, Emma. Thank you, thank you. The friar in our Friar Side Chats. That is correct. Literally couldn't do it without you. Couldn't do it without you. Oh, thank you. We, I mean, we are, we're founding partners we of are, this. We are. That's right. <laughs> of this, of this great endeavor that's just, it's, it's gone global. Mm-hmm. Our yeah. listeners and all around the globe. <laughs> um, that was my uh, very, very cheesy segue into founders Ooh. and uh, potentially founding fathers mm. because we are talking about Fourth of July today. Fourth of July. Woohoo! Fireworks. Fireworks. <laughs> That was that my, very that was, good. Sound that was my found, yeah. Did you like that? <laughs> really ridiculous. And you remember that show, Whose Line? And they would have some sound effect games. You I do would not. be really good on that. I, well, I, you know, I, I, you have better sound effects than oh, I do. Thank you. Your Star thank Wars you. sound effects. Yes. We should do a podcast yes. just on that. We should. Give us just one. Come on. Pew pew. There <laughs> The laser guns or something. I don't know. <laughs> but yes, talking about. Um, Fourth of July. Yeah, Fourth of July. It's not a Catholic holiday, but it's a big one. <laughs> Let's make it our, one. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what it is, but I actually do get I do get pretty excited around Fourth of July. Maybe it's just because it's like the height of summer, and so it just feels like sure a big summer party. And it, you know, it's the it's the birthday of our country, yeah. and, and there's uh, there's a lot of flag waving and mm-hmm. and patriotic music, and 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 there's goodness about realizing that our country is founded on some pretty powerful principles it's not perfect but uh it's a it's it's been a pretty interesting run and mm-hmm. and we're blessed and so I, I think it's good to be excited by the fourth um yeah uh, then again you're you're very easily excited um well i i i want to start out talking first about um our listeners may not know this but father mike is an avid reader of um like biographies, right? That's correct, yeah. And you love to read biographies about the founders. I do, I do. Is I, that what I'm supposed to call them? That, I think that's well said. Very okay, good. founders. Thank you. Our founders, yeah. Uh, and I, I don't paint me as some sort of, you know, big historian. You know, oh, that I, that he is. I don't know You are painted thusly. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I, I find the, um, that period of 18th century uh, and early 19th century history in the the birth of the country. Just I find the figures of that time to be um, to to be very very uh, compelling. Mm. And I I think to myself one one brief example um, because now that you've pressed this button, oh you boy, you can't stick that <laughs> toothpaste back in the tube. But um, I. I think, for example, how the Constitution was ratified. Mm. James Madison, in the art of of diplomacy in in the political realm, for the most part, got the original colonies to sign on to the Constitution without the Bill of Rights. And there were components of the Bill of Rights that were such um, game changers mm-hmm. or were such, you know, points of emphasis in different colonies, well, well that had become different states mm-hmm. in, in the early Union, that um, to think that they would sign on to the Constitution trusting yeah. that that would come in a later moment is, is the kind of uh, statecraft that today seems impossible, impossible that the trust level was there 
to believe that, all right, we'll say yes to this, knowing that that's going to come in a later moment. And that reading mm. those types of stories mm -hmm. uh, encourages me to say, we're capable of that and so much more. Mm -hmm. So that's I, I, just a small snippet of one you know, little story from, from the founding of our country where against all odds, yeah. um, this, this country emerged and certainly not without, uh, a lot of flaws and not without a lot of bloodshed and not a mm. lot of, you know, injustice on, in, in a lot of ways that, uh, that we would love to be able to go back and rewrite history, but we, you know, we can't. And so let's, let's at least acknowledge, um, there is, there is goodness in mm -hmm. the, the heart of, the way that our country emerged. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's the end of my history lesson for oh, today. Well, <laughs> there may be more there, later on throughout the throughout the week as we celebrate. Well, I love it. I mean, you've read, you've read of so many of these different men's accounts that I'm sure like the story is so rich in your head at this point that like you can even think like how all these different players were approached. It's just incredible. They're, and their interaction too. You yeah. Know? And and the other is as you read different authors, you know. You know, someone paints this mm -hmm. particular, you know, someone paints John Adams this way. Yeah. And then someone paints Abigail Adams another way. Yeah. You know, and so you see in these two figures uh, of our early uh, history, you know, different approaches to mm -hmm. the, the founding of the country. And yet, um, and yet, you know, they're, they're both key players in the fact that we're, you know, still here doing it today interesting it's just another little we probably should never this podcast is going to you know, alert alert this podcast may be a half hour or 45 minutes but um we know much of what we know about john and abigail adams from the letters they wrote back and forth mm -hmm. to each other just these prolific letter writers yeah. something that is so lost today i mean when was the last letter you wrote you know i mean and we yeah, do it in different it. versions but I mean, and love letters, mm. passionate really love romantic. letters, very romantic, mm. especially, you know, a, a large portion of their time was spent apart. And so the, the way in yeah. which they really nurtured their relationship were these loving, loving letters that they wrote back and forth to one another. So there you go. There's a thought for you on <laughs> this 4th of July. How many love letters have you written to your beau? We won't, we won't go there. We it's go true. There. You know, we are in different places this That's year. Right. Can work That's on right. <laughs> <laughs> Some John and Abigail Adams level love exactly. love. That is a tongue twister. Yeah. Can't say that one. Okay. Well, you know, awesome history lesson. Sure. We can definitely dive into that some more, more at, a, more at more. a later time. Yeah. What, um, what do you, what do you think it means on this, on this day as we celebrate this to to be a citizen of the United States? What does that mean for you personally? Right. Um, great question. And one of the interesting um, dynamics of being a, a Franciscan is in my community, we, uh, we have friars that uh, come to us from mm -hmm. sometimes from different parts of the world. And mm -hmm. so I have brothers who have been naturalized citizens, oh. you know, and so for those of us who were born in this country, uh, we, we maybe take our citizenship for granted, but mm -hmm. it's often impressive to listen to some friars who have uh, become naturalized citizens, or maybe for some of our listeners whose parents um, were immigrants and mm -hmm. became naturalized citizens. So I, you know, I think whether it be for us as citizens of the United States 
or to be citizens of, of other countries? Do we recognize our civic responsibility to build for the common good? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that's the champion kind of clarion call for all of us during this Independence Day, that we're, we're given the gift of freedom. How are we contributing to you know, greater freedom Mm -hmm. in our country and in our world. And, you know, I think freedom exists as an idea. It doesn't exist in the concrete except in each and every citizen, right? So I live Mm. as a free person. I, I exude that freedom to the extent that I work at it and to the extent that I help to not only embrace it for myself, but help to foster it Mm. in the lives of people around me. And so I I think that citizenship in, in, you know, in the 21st century is going to look very different than citizenship did maybe, you know, 200 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so what might freedom be in this day and age Mm. for us as citizens of this country? Do we cherish the gift? Do we cultivate it? And do we help it to grow into something even greater? I think our, our, challenging questions Mm, mm -hmm. uh, for all of us yeah definitely Hmm. and thinking back to your your original history lesson too of um, i'm calling it a history lesson i feel like we're uh, i I think uh, you called it a history i don't think i did i think you did great play the tape you'll hear it (laughs) to um the first story that you shared Mm. with us about your passion for the founders and how they they trusted one another to that all the things that they desired and and personally wanted for their local communities and stuff would come down the line and they took this step of trust. I I can't help but think that that is so not where we are right Right. now uh, in the United States. And it's really kind of, it's kind of heartbreaking to see that that that's where we came from and it's just, it's no longer there. And, no, I, I mean, I think polarization is nothing new. Uh, yeah. and one of the things that's interesting in the um, in reading a little bit about history is mm-hmm. to see how often it repeats, it repeats itself. itself. You know, <laughs> they say that the um, the uh, political um, uh, fallout from the election of uh, between um, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams was one of the most you know, just awful political uh, debated, just it, it was terrible. I mean, just mm-hmm. as a political time. And, and for those of us who have just lived through an election cycle, that election cycle was just awful. I mean, mm-hmm. it was awful. I mean, Jefferson and, and the crazy part, Jefferson and Adams were best friends. They were best friends. Oh and that that election ripped them apart. And they did not reconcile until just a short period before, before each of them died. died. Another interesting, I think. I know it. You, you got to tell me. I know it. They both died on the 4th of July, July. on the same day. On the 50th anniversary of I mean, on the, of the on the 50th anniversary. Okay. I, think so. I think it was the 50th yeah. anniversary. I think it was. Oh, I'm going to have to check that out. I think it was. Anyway. But yeah. the, 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 the point being that the... Mm the tension that existed between yeah. Jefferson and Adams is part of the nature of 
the political world, mm. that you're going to have different and opposing points of view, and how do you reconcile them? Certainly, there have been times in our country's history when there there has been less, you know, of that type of um, dynamic mm-hmm. and maybe more of a unified approach. And the, the what I find most um, uh, sad, I think, is that today we have such a distrust of the whole system yeah. that our best and brightest aren't saying to themselves, gosh, what I want to do is I want to be engaged in the political dynamic. And I think many people um, in, in our country today do not see that as a valid alternative for yeah. them. And that, to me, is the, is the sad result. Public service is a, is a powerful and important role to mm-hmm. fill, and we need our best and our brightest mm-hmm. men and women who are willing to give of themselves in service of the country to be our leaders. And and so um, I, I think the way in which we talk about political discourse and the extent to which we're called, I believe, to not dismiss it, but to build it, to mm-hmm. build it up by the way that we talk, by the way that we engage the process, mm-hmm. not being naive, not being Pollyanna, not just it's all about flag waving and, and you know, shooting off fireworks and, and singing, you know, patriotic songs. No, not at all. There are tough issues that mm-hmm. need to be dealt with in this country by our political leaders and by us as responsible citizens. But the, the way to do that is not to dismiss it all as them, politicians, blank, you yeah. know, and, and fill in negative adjective that you want, you know, mm-hmm. choice. And I think, sadly, social media has been a place that has fostered that kind of, uh, of polemic. And I, I, I just don't think that we're serving our future. And certainly we're not serving the present that, that mm-hmm. well. And so I would say our call out in citizenship is how can we change the conversation? Mm-hmm. And it's easier said than done. But just, you know, the way in which we have conversations at the local level. Yeah. You know, I sit in my friary and watch the dynamic of these are consecrated religious <laughs> who see the political world differently. Mm. How are we having that conversation? Yeah. And, and you know, do you do you have it or is it too? Sometimes I would say it's too tough to have. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I think finding ways to yeah. say Is that what we really believe? And then checking political agendas against our faith and say, well, wait a minute. You know, that's not what Christ teaches us. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, you can have all of your your political ideology. Uh, The one, you know, root cause of my whole life is is God. And so everything gets has to be has to flow from that Mm -hmm. as a a believer. Mm -hmm. I know that was certainly. Um, helpful for me during this last election cycle to remind myself that as wrapped up as our identities can get in, you know, political ideas um, or or like nationality or, you know, all sure. these different um, descriptors, descriptors. Yeah, I'm I, like, first and foremost, I know that like my identity lies in, in Jesus right. and that is hard sometimes to to live into and right. to remember but it it's been really helpful for me sure and and understanding ultimately that that's where our freedom yeah yeah truly lies our and no freedom, political candidate no, is ever going to match what Jesus no, what Jesus taught no, us exactly um, and that brings peace i think it and, does and i think pray for our political leaders absolutely you know pray for them they're in difficult circumstances trying to and pray for the political leaders that you don't Don't like like. yeah Yeah. how much more should you be praying for 
you know? Sure. I, yeah. Um, and, and praying for, you know, the people you see on your Facebook feed or, right. you know, in your, your family at home or whatever, who believe very differently than you politically. Sure. sure. Um, yeah. So, oh, that's, a even just talking about it, even though <laughs> you're a little anxious, I'm a right little now. bit tense. Yeah. It's just such a charged subject. Yes. Um, and it, it is hard to talk about, but I, I think you're right that some of the, you can really great fruit can be born of of mostly listening yeah I, listening and gratitude you yeah. know if you if you look at if you listen to the lyrics of many of our patriotic songs they're they're filled with gratitude and i would mm-hmm. say on this 4th of july you know if there be a you know sort of a cap to put on a conversation we should be grateful we mm-hmm. live in a we're very blessed to live in, in the country that we do, yeah. and that should empower us to say, with that great gift that we've been given of freedom and of bounty, what is our responsibility in our country um, to share that? What is our responsibility in the world to lead and share that without imposing ourselves as the great saviors? No, rather saying, We've been blessed. Mm -hmm. We have brothers and sisters around the world of different nationalities that we cherish the difference. Uh, At the same time, we're we're willing to sit around a table together Mm -hmm. with people from all different uh, parts of the world and say, um, what's our gift and how can we share it? And what's your gift and how can we receive it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Challenging. Yeah. Okay, to end on a little lighter of a note. Yes. Do you have a favorite song? I would say America the Beautiful. America the Beautiful? Yes. Do you know it? Can you sing it with me or no? You know, you don't want to sing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have your voice. <laughs> I don't have a, I have a No, okay you do, voice. No, you do. Father Mike has a great singing voice. Right. Yes, But you no, do. I, I won't sing it. Just, you know, America the Beautiful. America the Beautiful. Go look it up on Go look, Spotify. Yeah, Google it. Exactly. Google it. <laughs> Let me Google that for you. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, well, thank you guys for joining us uh, on this latest episode of Friarside Chats. It was fun and tense, and <laughs> uh, I'm going to need and a walk firework around. filled. And firework filled, yes. But we had a great time, and please email me anytime with your thoughts, any questions you might have, or suggestions for future episodes. We'd love to hear your ideas. You can email me directly at erm13 at duke.edu. For more information about the ministry of the Duke Catholic Center, visit us at catholic.duke.edu. Friarside Chats is supported by many generous donors, students, parents, alumni, and friends of Duke just like you. To learn how you can support Friarside Chats or any other ministry of the Duke Catholic Center, visit catholic.duke.edu backslash support. Thanks, Father Mike. Thank you, Emma. See you guys next time on Friarside Chats.